It began with a letter, as stories sometimes do. A letter that arrived one day three winters ago, bearing a stamp with a black and white kingfisher, the damp chill of the outside air, and the postmark of a place from which no letter had arrived for a decade or more. A country that seemed to have disappeared, returned to an earlier time, like the great unfilled spaces on old maps, where once mapmakers drew illustrations of mythical beasts and untold riches. But of course, the truth is, this story began centuries ago, when horsemen descended to the plains from a lost kingdom called Futajalon, long before Europe's mapmakers turned their minds to the niggling problem of how to fill those blank spaces. A story comes to mind, a story I have known for years, it seems, though I have no memory now of who it was who told it to me. Five hundred years ago, a caravel flying the colours of the King of Portugal rounded the curve of the continent. She had become becalmed somewhere around the Cape Verde Islands and run low on stocks, food and water. When finally the winds took pity on her, they blew her south-east towards the coast, where the captain sighted a series of natural harbours and weighed anchor. The sailors, stooped with hunger, curly-haired from scurvy, rowed ashore, dragged themselves through shallow water and on up the sand where they entered the shade of the trees. And there they stood and gazed about themselves in disbelief. Imagine, dangling in front of their faces, succulent mangoes, bursts of starfruit, avocados the size of a man's head, while from the ends of their elegant stalks pineapples nodded encouragingly, sweet potatoes and yams peeped from the earth, and great hands of bananas reached down to them. The sailors thought they had found no lesser place than the Garden of Eden, and for a time that's what Europeans thought Africa was. Paradise. The last time I thought about that story was a week after the letter came, By then I had left London, the city I now call home, to retrace the letter's route to the place from where it had come and beyond. I was standing in a forest, just like the one the sailors had stumbled into, and I remembered how in the early morning I used to watch my grandmothers, my grandfather's wives, leave their houses and make their way down the same path upon which I was standing, towards their gardens.' 